0: Welcome to the Locked On Titans Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this is how to fix the Titans offense. We're going to talk about all of that and more on today's edition of the Locked On Titans Podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day titans fans we are going over a seven round mock draft on today's show all about fixing the Tennessee Titans offense. We're going to address pass catcher. We're going to address offensive line. Some other positions as well. Before we get into it, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com/slash LockedOnNFL. Also, want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday. Tennessee Titans content on all platforms, all year round, and always for free. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast. I got a ton of off-season content coming for you guys. This is day number five. Of off-season road map week, we started with cut candidates, then we went into in-house free agents, we talked offensive needs and salary cap, we talked defensive needs. Now, I want to cap things off with a seven-round mock draft, which, as you can see, looking to solve the Titans' issues on the offensive side of the ball. Let's dive in here to the first pick in the draft, and guys, look I am not going to try to fool you. I'm not going to try to pull anything on you. At number 11, I'm taking Paris Johnson Jr. If he's available in the mock draft machine, which I use pro football focus mock draft machine, then I am going with Paris Johnson Jr. 100% of the time. He is the perfect fit to be the left tackle of the future for the Tennessee Titans. Six foot six, 310 pounds out of Ohio State. He's a guy with great athleticism, great feet. Paris Johnson, and he's still got room to grow as well. But I've talked a lot about Paris Johnson Jr. and why I think he's a great fit for the Titans offense. So I don't want to spend too much time rehashing my opinion on him as a player. What I do want to spend some time talking about here, though, is the opportunity for the Titans to trade down in the first round. Now, that's not something that I did in this draft because some of these trades that are offered on some of these mock draft machines just seem entirely unrealistic, in my opinion. So I'm doing you guys a disservice if I take one of those trades and move down. When it's a trade, I just don't think would really happen in real life. But let me explain this. In the recent weeks, especially this week at the Senior Bowl, we have seen some real offensive tackle movement. A guy like Dewan Jones, from Ohio State, a six foot eight monster, a guy like Darnell Wright from Tennessee, all could make a lot of sense for the Titans. So, what I'm getting at here is if the Titans decide that a guy like Dewan Jones, a guy like Darnell Wright, and there are more guys, Jalen Duncan from Maryland, if the Titans decide that they feel just as comfortable, with one of those guys, as they do Broderick Jones, Peter Skoronsky, Paris Johnson Jr., or in the event that Paris Johnson Jr., Broderick Jones, Peter Skaronsky, these guys are off the board when pick number 11 comes around. I think it is logical that the Titans could look to trade back maybe into the late teens, maybe into the early 20s, and then look for an offensive lineman there. Basically, this tackle class, the offensive tackle group for the draft early, is looking a lot better than maybe some people expected coming into early draft season. So you look at those kind of guys, a Dewan Jones, a Darnell Wright, a Jalen Duncan, and there are a couple other names that could be involved in there as well. But Paris Johnson Jr. is my number one option for the Titans with the number 11 pick. But as the days go on and as we get more information on these offensive tackle prospects that were expected to go in the second, maybe the third round, as they come up the draft board and you see all of the physical tools that they have, I think it's more likely than ever that the Titans consider a trade down and still find a way to get a day one starter on the offensive line. And one of the main reasons why I think that's something that has become more realistic for the Titans is their lack of ammunition in this draft. The Titans don't have a fourth round pick. The Titans don't have a sixth round pick to play with right now. So what the Titans could do is, the Titans could trade down just to give themselves more ammunition because when we go through this draft, I say, in this draft, I am fixing the Titans offense, but with the way that the draft broke, the Titans didn't have a lot of ability to address defense. So, like we saw with the Titans last year, they come into the draft, seven picks, they find a way to trade around to get nine. Unfortunately, that included trading away A.J. Brown. But either way, I think that the Titans, with the limited amount of picks that they have in this draft, could consider strongly a trade down in the first round to collect more picks in the top 100 to give them the ability to not only hit all these offensive needs, but also address some needs on the defensive side as well. So for me, I am starting to become more friendly to the idea of trading down. I didn't do any trades in this mock draft, so I went with Paris Johnson Jr. at number 11, which is my top choice at that pick. But in the event that the Titans do trade down because of this solid group of offensive tackles, I think that could make a ton of sense for the Titans to do that. So with that in mind, We are going to move forward here to day two of the draft. I continue hitting on the offensive line, and I get the Titans a really, really good wide receiver prospect. We're going to get into the rest of my seven-round mock draft in just a moment. Before we do, I want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Look, guys, as a small business owner or a hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members that you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. You can quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools on LinkedIn jobs. They go beyond the resume data by using insights from your job post company and their 875 million member profiles. You can quickly identify the most qualified candidates for your job post and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the most qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn dot com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions do apply titans fans we are going to continue today's seven round mock draft where i am fixing the tennessee titans offense My number one pick, well, number one pick for the Titans at number 11 was Paris Johnson Jr., the left tackle out of Ohio State. But I also discussed the fact that with the strength of the tackle class in this draft early, it is conceivable the Titans would get a trade down so they could collect more top 100 picks and still get an offensive tackle starter in the draft. They will have some options there if these offensive tackles continue to shoot up the draft board and prove that they are first-round prospects. I mentioned guys like DeWan Jones from Ohio State, like Darnell Wright from Tennessee, like Jalen Duncan from Maryland, and there are a couple other names that could be included in there as well. But went with Paris Johnson Jr. to start. Going to continue hitting on the offensive line, though, with the next pick. Before we get into that, do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content on all platforms all year round and always for free. You're not going to beat that anywhere else. So make sure that you subscribe to the Locked on Titans podcast. Hit that notification bell if you're watching on YouTube. And hey, throw a thumbs up on the video right now if you are watching. I don't ask for any money from you guys. All I ask for in return is the press of a button. So get those thumbs up on the video. I do appreciate it. But I know that this next pick... Maybe a little bit controversial. Maybe not, but maybe a little bit controversial. I know that a lot of people, after drafting offensive line in the first round, would say, Hey, time to take a wide receiver. This team needs wide receiver. But guys, here's what is happening. Okay. And it's more and more obvious the closer that we get to the draft. There's a lot of good wide receivers on day two. There are a lot of good wide receivers who are going to be there, not only at pick 41 for the Titans, but it picks 72 for the Titans. There are just a lot of good wide receivers in the mid-rounds in this draft class. And with the lack of top-tier wide receivers in this draft, Jordan Addison, Quentin, uh, Quentin Johnston, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. These are good wide receivers, but these aren't slam dunk top 10 picks by any stretch of the imagination. A lot of people think that Jordan Addison is the best wide receiver in the class and he he may not go until the late teens or early 20s so with that being the case wide receivers are going to get pushed down the board in this draft class and there's going to be a lot of wide receivers taken not only in the second round but in the third round as well and you're going to see that with how this draft went for me so at pick 41 with the second round pick for the Titans I continued to address offensive line. The Titans need a tackle. They need an interior offensive lineman as well. So with the 41st pick, I went with John Michael Schmitz, the interior offensive lineman from Minnesota and one of the stars of the Senior Bowl practices this week. John Michael Schmitz came into the Senior Bowl as the highest rated interior offensive lineman in the the NFL draft by most pundits. And everything that we have seen from the senior bowl practices is he delivered. He stamped himself. Yes, I am one of the best interior offensive linemen in this class. So the fact that I am able to get the starting left tackle of the Tennessee Titans and the starting center of the Tennessee Titans, that is, that is a, a fantastic start in my opinion. So Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State with pick 11. John Michael Schmitz, the center out of Minnesota, with pick number 41 in the second round. And look, you looked at Aaron Brewer last year. Tiny interior offensive lineman, one of the smallest, if not the smallest, offense starting offensive lineman in the NFL. That is not John Michael Schmitz. Schmitz is six foot four, 320 pounds. Where Aaron Brewer? Struggled with his anchor, holding on bull rushes, digging his lower body into the dirt and holding up against power. John Michael Schmitz was made with a strong anchor. He's got a stronger anchor than the Titanic, okay? He is also athletic enough for a zone scheme. He's not a supreme athlete for an offensive lineman who is going to be great at going out and getting on the perimeter and who's... Immediately going to be absolutely fantastic getting up to the second level and dealing with athletes in space. That's not necessarily it. But the Titans, with their new offensive coordinator, they could be looking to do more power scheme, more man scheme, more gap scheme, and mixing that in with the zone scheme that they already run. So you got John Michael Schmitz. He's got a strong anchor, which is a, a big difference from what the Titans have been used to with offensive line. He's got great hands. Fantastic hands. His punch, his hand placement on his blocks, fantastic. And not only that, he is a guy with a ton of experience and he is an incredibly smart player at the pivot. And guys, if you are going to draft an offensive lineman to play center in the second round, you want a prospect who is incredibly experienced and incredibly smart. That is literally exactly the kind of prospect That you're looking for because you need someone who can come in and start on day one. So, one of the knocks on John Michael Schmitz is he's an older prospect. He's going to be 24 years old as a rookie. But again, again, that is what the Titans need. They need an older prospect who's experienced who has the ability to come in and start right away. The Titans don't need to take a project offensive lineman in the second round who they may not know if they can come in and be a starter. They need somebody with a ton of experience at a power five com- at a power five cr- conference in the Big 10 who can come in right away and they know can start. So John Michael Schmitz, Paris Johnson Jr, my first two picks in the draft, home runs. Right there, we are fixing the offensive line. Now, I did have some other options with this pick. Uh, Cody Mock, the interior offensive lineman out of North Dakota State. He is a high upside, highly athletic prospect. But again, the more experienced, uh, more grizzled veteran from college who played high-level college football at a Power 5 conference, that is more interesting to me. Yeah, I like Cody Mock as as a guard as well. How not to? I do. I do like Cody Mock. But again, he is more of a project pick. He's a high-athletic guy who played at a low level of college football. Sort of maybe like Dylan Raiden's. I think the Titans would be better off going with a more experienced player who played at a higher level of football who they feel more confident can come in and start right away, okay? And some people are saying trade down, trade down. I didn't like the trade down options with the Pro Football Focus Mock Draft Simulator. I didn't think they were realistic, so I'm not doing that in this mock draft but we will do trade down mock drafts in the future. Going to the third round, pick number 72 for the Titans. And you guys know what time it is. If I didn't pick a wide receiver with this pick, you guys might've lost your minds, okay? And I had the option of taking Jalen Hyatt in the second round. And I decided to pass because of all the wide receiver depth. And I am glad that I did. Because the wide receiver that I ended up with in the third round, and I know a lot of you guys are going to say, that's unrealistic. He's not going to drop that far. Every year, guys, there are people who drop way further than you guys think they will, than I think they will. So keep that in mind. And I just went on a soliloquy about how wide receivers are going to get pushed down the board in this draft. So with pick number 72 in the third round, the Tennessee Titans select, Rasheed Rice, the wide receiver out of SMU, 6'2", 200 pounds, great ball skills. Freakish athlete with great size. He is an alpha dog. His mentality is alpha all the way. Okay? And that's what I'm looking for in a wide receiver. An alpha. Okay? A.J. Brown was the 51st pick in the draft but he was a freaking dog. An alpha amongst alphas. The mentality of a wide receiver is so, so important. You add in the size of Rasheed Rice, you add in the ball skills, you add in the athleticism, the alpha mentality, he's a guy who can get you yards after the catch, and he got better throughout college. He got better all the way. Yes, Charles Wright, he is a grown man. Rasheed Rice would be a perfect fit for the Tennessee Titans. Yes, he doesn't run the most diverse route tree. It was a very college-oriented route tree, not a pro-style route tree. He didn't play in a pro-style offense. So that's something he would have to get better at. And there were some drop issues, some concentration drops that he'll have to work on. But let's be honest, A.J. Brown had some concentration drop issues in college. A lot of the good wide receivers who come out have that. Because they're so open in college that maybe they aren't as focused as they should be. You know, that's just one of the parts of it. So can Rasheed Rice be as successful in tighter windows, running a more complex route tree? I personally think that he can. He gives you everything that you want from a wide receiver. And like I said, guys, there are going to be a lot of wide receivers that get pushed down the board in this draft who you think should go higher than that. But because of the wide receiver class, teams are going to say, hey, there's so many good mid-round wide receivers, I'll wait. I'll wait. And when you have that, guys are going to get pushed down the board. All right. So, Rasheed Rice for the Titans. I had the option of Cedric Tillman. I had uh, Foskey, the edge guy from Notre Dame. Hendon Hooker at quarterback was an option for me there too. But I went with Rasheed Rice. So, the top three picks that I have right now for the Titans. Paris Johnson Jr. at left tackle, John Michael Schmitz at center, and Rasheed Rice at wide receiver. We are cooking, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to round out this seven-round mock draft with the last two picks for the Titans. And boy, I love, I love the selections that I was able to make at the end of this draft. Before we get into the last two picks, though, do want to let you guys know about today's sponsor, TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can not do your taxes. So your eyes can look at things that aren't taxes. You can unpack a moving box that isn't taxes. You can taste fantastic food like the Philly cheesesteak I posted on Twitter last night. That's not taxes. You can sing songs that aren't about taxes. You can get some sleep and not think about your taxes. Either way, go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax, full service products only. Video meeting while expert does your taxes is required. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Also, do want to tell you guys about BlueNile.com. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Romance is in the air. I don't need to tell all you lovebirds that. You probably had your dates planned on the calendar for weeks, but have you found the perfect Valentine's Day gift yet? Whether you're celebrating this day of romance or whether you're ready to pop the question, you can find jewelry as unique as she is with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. At BlueNile.com, you can find the perfect piece of jewelry for life's special moments or just create your custom engagement ring and you can use their simple online tools to choose the diamond shape, the size, the clarity, the setting style and Blue Nile has bench jewelers on hand that can help you handcraft the perfect piece just to your specifications. Right now, you can save up to 50% at BlueNile.com that's BlueNile.com for up to 50% off BlueNile.com. Titans fans, let's cap off today's seven-round mock draft with the day three picks. For the Titans, we are fixing the Tennessee Titans offense in today's mock draft. To cap or bring you guys back up to speed and recap so far, number one, Paris Johnson Jr. out of Ohio State, starting left tackle. John Michael Schmitz, the six foot four, 320 pound intelligent, strong center out of Minnesota. We have a starting center. Ladies and gentlemen, then in the third round, I was able to add Rasheed Rice, the 6'2", 200-pound athletic freak at wide receiver from SMU. We're getting into day three. Before we do, want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content on all platforms, all year round, and always for free. You're not going to beat that anywhere, so get subscribed, stay subscribed, hit the notification bell, throw a thumbs up on the video. I don't ask for any money, guys. Just press the button. All right, you know, not a lot to ask. do want to tell you guys, though, for your second listen, check out the Locked On NFL podcast. Like this show, Monday through Friday, free all year round on all platforms. And I host the Thursday show of Locked On NFL. And boy, did I make Broncos fans mad by talking about Sean Payton's hire. Didn't like it. Don't think it's going to work. Think they gave up draft picks, which was dumb. Think it was a brand new owner trying to flex and and do something crazy. Didn't like the move. And Broncos fans do not like me. It was pretty funny uh, on Thursday, no doubt. But uh, anyways, moving right along with two starters on the offensive line. With a new contributor at wide receiver, I got to pick number 149 in the fifth round. And you guys know from our offensive team needs segment earlier in the week that I don't think that the Titans can afford to bring back Austin Hooper because one, Hooper isn't a good enough blocker, and he's going to be about six or seven million dollars and probably only on a one year deal. The Titans need somebody who can grow with Chigakonkwo as a big-bodied tight end to allow Chig to be the move tight end that he was meant to be. They need, what the Titans need is, they need a better version of Jeff Swain. They need Jeff Swain and Austin Hooper in one player to pair with Chigakonkwo. And then they have two great tight ends going forward. And that is why, in the fifth round, I selected Josh Weil, the tight end out of Cincinnati. Six foot six, two hundred and fifty pounds. He has been very good at the Senior Bowl to the point where some people are saying that Josh Wild might be a third round pick by the time the draft rolls around. I think there's a lot of really good tight ends in the mid rounds in this class, and I think the Titans would be smart to find another tight end to pair with Chickaconquio and let those guys grow together. Chickaconquio is not the biggest tight end in the world; he is more of a speed move tight end. You need a big-bodied tight end to pair with Chick-Conquo. And look, Josh Wile isn't some dynamite blocker. He's not, you know, some guy who's plowing people like Gronkowski or George Kittle. But he has steadily improved as a blocker consistently. He got bigger and stronger, and he's been blocking pretty well at the Senior Bowl. There's a specific rep where one of the running backs took it to the house for about a 70-yard run. Josh Weil was down blocking on a defensive lineman to open up that hole. Josh Weil has looked good in pass protection reps against real edge rushers at the senior bowl. Okay? He's got size at 6 foot 6, 250. He's versatile. He can play in the slot, he can play as a move tight end, he can play in line with his hand in the dirt. Like I said, Jeff Swaim, Austin Hooper I'm not saying he's the caliber of Austin Hooper as a rookie. He's probably already better than Jeff Swain, but he gives you a little bit of both of those worlds. A guy who can play on the line like Jeff Swain and block, but a guy who can be in the slot and get open like Austin Hooper has done for the Titans in 2022. He has incredible receiving skills. He runs pretty good routes. He's really good in the red zone. He can high point the ball and use that size. So he gives you some of the things That Austin Hooper gave you, while being younger, way cheaper as a late-round draft pick, and he's improved as a blocker so he can play on the line of scrimmage and give you some of what Jeff Swain gave you. He would be a perfect pairing with Chigakonkwo. They'd be great together. Josh Weil, the tight end, out of Cincinnati. Now, we skip to the seventh round, and do you guys see the Titans go from 72 to 149 to 230? I think they're gonna have to move around a little bit to get some more picks in here because it's just not a lot of capital. But at 230, seventh round, I took another wide receiver who, again, is climbing up draft boards. Puka Nakua from BYU, the wide receiver. And shout out to my guy uh Zach Lyons from F words pod. He's a big Puka fan, and I see why. Puka six foot one. 205 pounds. He is an ultimate competitor. And when you pick somebody in the late rounds, you want someone who is so dedicated to football that you believe they will do everything they possibly can to improve and get better. And that's how you find a steal in the draft. Puka, is a competitor, he's got great linear speed, straight line speed down the field. He's got good ball skills, good body control to go over top of people and, and catch the ball. He's got incredible football character. Everything you read about Puka, A-plus football character. And what is one of the number one things that teams look for in the seventh round, in the late rounds when they draft a guy? It's not their position that they play, It's special teams. When you take a guy in the late rounds, excuse me, Puka gets me excited. When you take a guy in the late rounds of the draft, they have to be able to contribute on special teams. And every scouting report that you read says that even if Puka doesn't end up as a starting caliber wide receiver, he's going to be a good depth wide receiver, but he is going to be a special teams dynamo. This is a guy who can come in right away and be one of the best special teams contributors on the team. That isn't, you may not care about that, but the team does. A late round draft pick has to be expected to come in and contribute on special teams. It is a requirement for late round guys, unless you're taking like quarterback or kicker, but they're contributing on special teams. But you get what I'm saying. So you take Puka and look. He hasn't shown that he can get a ton of separation. That's why his ball skills, his body control, his physicality, his size are so important because he's not a guy who separates at an incredible rate in college. Also, uh, he played against Notre Dame and they pressed him at the line of scrimmage and he didn't have a catch. So he's not a guy who's ready to come in right away and be a starting wide receiver. He could be a good depth wide receiver who could be a, a a deep option for you with his linear speed and his body control and contested catch situations, and he could contribute on special teams. So with that, you can wait for him to learn how to deal with press uh, coverage at the line of scrimmage. He's not great with certain in-breaking routes like slants and in routes and things like that. But in the seventh round. You allow yourself to have him contribute on special teams which justifies his roster spot and it gives him time to get better in those areas so that he can be maybe a guy you put out there. Uh, To me, he's a Nick Westbrook-Akina replacement. A better version, even if he's not as big. He's a guy who could start out as a gunner on special teams, refine his craft, and turn into a contested catch guy who can win down the field. So, to me... That makes a ton of sense. So, recapping everything here for you guys. Paris Johnson Jr., left tackle, pick number 11, boom. John Michael Schmitz, center, pick number 41 out of Minnesota. Rasheed Rice, wide receiver, out of SMU, at number 72. Josh Weil, the tight end, out of Cincinnati, at pick number 149 in the fifth. And then Puka Nakua, the wide receiver, out of BYU, Pick 230 in the seventh round for the Titans. That is how you fix the Tennessee Titans offense. Look, guys, I see a lot of people talking about trading down, and I think that's a realistic option for the Titans. If they trade down from pick number 11 to pick, like how not to says, you trade down from number 11 to pick 18, pick 20, somewhere in that range. You get a couple of extra picks in the top 100 or in the fourth round. Now you can address defense. Now you have a little more maneuverability if you want to move up and get a guy that you're sold on. All of that is possible, Um, but with the picks that the Titans had and the way that the draft fell, I didn't see any value on the defensive side of the ball, so I decided to just go ahead and fix the Tennessee Titans offense with the mock draft. We're going to do more mock drafts as the offseason continues and we get closer to the actual draft. I'm going to look at trade-down scenarios. I'm going to look at maybe uh, a ton of defense early if things don't break the Titans' way. So we got a lot of options there. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. I'm going to be back with you guys on Sunday night on YouTube, Monday morning for the podcast crowd. Thank you guys for tuning in. That's going to do it for me today, though, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.